me? Sorry. Um, do you speak English? No, I don't. Sorry. Easy English peeps, welcome to the Easy English podcast. How are you doing? That sounds so radio showish. <laughs> are you not into our podcast, Mitch? My voice is a bit weird today, isn't it? It's the second coffee podcast we've ever done. It's always a bit of a weird feeling. Uh, before we start with today's topic, I want to do a quick and helpful advice. Your messages section. Sound good? Go for it. Unhelpful advice. Uh, we have, yeah, this isn't a question, it's just a statement. Easy English podcast. There you go. That was it? Yeah, that was <laughs> Oh, hello then. That was a hello, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a greeting, maybe. Thank you for calling hello. in. Uh, yeah, that's us. That's our name. Don't wear it out. Thank you for calling in. Our next one is um, actually a question from uh, someone who left us an audio message who goes by the name of Arthur. I'd say Arthur, but I don't, that's very, um, it's a very British sort of say, uh, pronunciation. I think it's a name that is used in a lot of different languages, mm. but maybe in a different way. Arthur, Arthur. Do you ever have a cartoon show called Arthur? And it's called yeah. Hey Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? I think is I that, know that, yeah. Is that Nickelodeon? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. What a wonderful time to play. Hey! And he had a sister called DW. That is weird. And his neighbours were rhinoceroses. And he was like a weird... His name was rhinoceros? The neighbours were rhinoceroses. Aww. And he had a crush on an elephant. and he But he was like a weasel or something. Cute. With glasses on. This isn't a, from a weasel with glasses on. This is from a normal person called Arthur. Here we go. Hi, everyone. I am Arthur. I want to learn English because I think, uh, I think of my, uh, when I try to, to talk, to speak, is very basic because my vocabulary is minimal than the others. When I try to, 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 to talk, with other person, maybe the other person, I understand me, but I, I think so that I need to to speak very well, to, to have more uh, vocabulary, I try to express Maybe sometimes it's very difficult to me, but I maybe never, I think so that I'm nervous about to speak in English. Uh, thank you very much. Ah, hello, Arthur. It was Arthur. It was like the British. Did you say Arthur? I, I think, think you said Arthur. Arthur. Wait. Hi, everyone. I am Arthur. Arthur. I, I heard a th- Anyway, hello. Um, first of all, I want to say your English is very well understandable. Yeah. Like, uh, really good. I think it, it often comes, yeah, what... what he said was nervousness of speaking and practice, really. I wish you, my German speaking was that confident. And you also don't practice. 
True. You do learn. You do constantly, I think, even every day learn German, but mm -hmm. you don't practice the speaking. Yeah. Which is probably also my mistake because I should just talk German to you and then you have no other chance. Don't play that it's not you, it's me card. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, you know, those rom-coms, rom it's always like, it's not you, it's me. No, but I should, I can obviously force it into our daily life more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't just, respond to just me. Just never respond to you in English anymore. <laughs> just German. Yeah, so you should also practice more. We should go yeah. back to our German speaking days once a week or so. Anyway. Um, Arthur, yeah, I think, did he ask for tips, maybe? There wasn't really a question, mm. but um, he expressed a desire to improve his speaking vocabulary and uh, overcome nervousness. Yeah. Arthur raises a good point, and we hopefully have the answer in some ways. So for vocabulary, I think that is really just a, that's obviously a huge, huge, huge topic um, where you just have to expand your knowledge of the language. Mm. I always find it really nice to find something that you're really interested in that you also would consume in your own language, in your native language. A series <clears throat> a series that you like to watch, a mm. film, yeah. um, a podcast that you like to listen to, music maybe, if you listen to the lyrics very well, and just try to consume that in English then. Yeah. By the I mean, way, this came <clears throat> up in our in a call in a call we had that a lot of people who are learning English and me also for learning German, I have start. I already had started watching movies that I know word for word in English. Mm. Something like The Lion King or Home Alone. I just have watched it like a hundred times in English, so I can I can watch it in German. Yeah, this is a good way for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everyone is a nerd like you knows films by <laughs> by heart, but um, yeah. I mean, subtitles as well. Um, you know. For our podcast, I don't know, Arthur, if you're a podcast member, but we have a have an interactive transcript. So you can listen to our podcast and at the same time read the transcript and um, translate the transcript also in another language. There are lots of languages to choose from. So you can at the same time listen to our podcast, read it in in English, but also in whatever language you choose then, Spanish, French. German or whatever, um, so that might help you as well. And if you um, ask us how to learn with either English, there's obviously another membership that will be probably very helpful for you, which is our conversation membership. And we meet once a week in our Easy English pub online uh, with our members. It's now a really, really lovely, bigger group of people, mm -hmm. our our pub community. Um, and yeah, everyone is on a different level. And I think it's good for two points, like practicing your speaking skills, but also yeah. overcoming nervousness because it's really a very welcoming and very nice and kind atmosphere. Everyone is so lovely in that group. Yeah. And uh, we help each other out. We support you with your English skills, but also the learners like amongst each other help each other out. To exactly, learn. yeah. So maybe that will be interesting for you. You can check it out on the easyenglish.video slash membership. One thing we had said to us by one of the conversation members is that if you are nervous about speaking English, for me, I have an, a nervousness about being corrected. Like I, I, there's something a bit like I don't want to get called out by someone for being wrong. And it makes that's what makes me the most nervous. I know I will get things wrong, but to be called out 
just adds a spotlight on how bad my language skills are, I guess. And something that someone said in our conversation membership was that we don't pick up on people making mistakes. The idea is that you say it how you think it should be said, and over time you'll gradually listen to other people say how it maybe should be said, and you'll sort of start correcting yourself. Because like Easy said, we have lots of people who are at different levels. And in general, English is butchered. It is like an amalgamation of other languages. And with English, what's quite good is you can actually get your point across, even if you don't have the necessary skills to say it. And obviously we give tips and if you ask for words and all of that, we are there. Exactly. That's not that we don't help. But um, we're not going to stop the whole conversation, are we? We will not correct your sentences now. Yeah. And it's just, it is about making mistakes um, exactly. and not trying to or learning to not care about making them, Yeah. I think. Um, and then naturally over time, you make less and less mistakes. Absolutely. Sounds so easy. It's so easy, though, if you really just started, I think. Yeah. It would be great to have you if you want to come to our conversation membership. We now even have little breakout rooms where we separate the members so they can go off and discuss the topics. And then we all come back to a main room in our English pub. And um, yeah, it's nice. Next, next week, we're discussing spiritualism. Oh my God, wrap your head around that one. That's going to be fun. Topic of the week. So back to our topic. Topic. Did you already say what it is? Public transport in the UK. Yes. Is a love-hate situation. One thing up front. Go on. Buses are the main thing here. Buses are the main thing. But buses are, in comparison to Germany, a much bigger thing. Mm. Even in the in the city where I grew up in Münster, which is actually the same size, kind of like Brighton, a bit bigger. We also only have buses. We also don't have a tram system or yeah, or definitely not an underground. Um, <laughs> but buses here come in that sense. I would directly want to start with a positive. Yeah, there are a lot more buses. Yeah, here in England and or in the UK, they come more regularly and um, they're easier to use. I think. So um, the bus system is really really good. Like even we live a bit in an outside district of Brighton. Mm-hmm. Like we could catch a bus every probably two to five minutes yeah. to go into the center. In the night, maybe not so often, but during the day, really every two to five minutes, there's sometimes two buses coming at the same time. And that, and they are used and full. It's not that they run for nothing. So this is really good, I think. You were quite surprised as, uh, and this maybe says a lot about our public transport system, you were quite shocked about how many of my English friends can't drive. Yeah, crazy. Basically all of them <laughs> can't drive. Just because in, in, I mean, it's also not that everybody in Germany has a driver's license, but it's quite a big thing to do that when you are 17, 18. Yeah. Especially, probably especially if you don't grow up in a huge city where they have a lot of public transport. Right, yeah. Like it's even more important in the countryside. Um where you want to just drive and get away and do your trips. Yeah. And you even grew up in a little city. So, I mean, you do have a driver's license, but all your friends don't. But yeah, buses are metaphorically and physically a, a big thing in England. Yeah. With, are we the only place that has double-deckers? 
you were like, what? When you first got to England, you were like, just shocked because... Well, I knew, I know, I knew Double Deckers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but in terms of where Double Deckers will go to, because everyone sort of presumes it's just sort of London area that these sort of iconic red Double Decker buses are. But even here, there's like, a, along Brighton, there's a big cliff. <laughs> and these Double Deckers will mm. drive along the cliff edge, basically. With 90 kmh wind. <laughs> And they are ba- because they have obviously a, a bigger surface for of, for the wind to like bang on. It sometimes looks very dangerous because the buses yeah. are basically shaking while going with the. And we have off like an autumn or winter storms. They still go with yeah. any 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 wind speed. They would still go, and they also go into the tiniest streets. Yeah. And the back of any like like really back alley, which is a bit ridiculous. But yeah, buses are. I think if we wanted to um, talk about pros and cons, buses here are a big pro. They are also very easy to get on. You can basically just scan your card, um, like your credit card, and then scan off again when you go out. Mm. That's and what I like. If we just talk about buses, yeah, you always greet the driver and you always say goodbye to the driver. I mean, some people don't, I guess, but nearly everyone does. Yeah, yeah, that is a great recommendation. And yeah. you'll see it if you don't do it. You go, come in, you say hello, you go out, you say thank you, Even if, have a nice day. Even if, because nowadays you can, even though buses are super old school, most of them, they look a bit broken down, a bit knackered. They've all been adapted to have these like contactless card payments. You can jump on and you can just scan either your card and your phone, your debit card if it has contactless payments or maybe there's even an app there's an app yeah and you can sometimes get on at the back and when you get off if you get off at the back and scan your thing off you still say thank you never seen a bus here that opens in the back in the or in the middle that sort of side bit also never seen one no okay only only front but like some buses especially in london yeah yeah, they'll have a thing at the side or the back that you can jump on and off so yeah, here we have a good app. I, I know it from Manchester as well. Probably every bigger city has it. Yeah. Where we can uh, just get a ticket, a day ticket or a monthly ticket or so. Yeah. And you can, that has a QR code and you can just open your app. You go in, you hold it over a little scanner machine and you go in. And that that is the, that I would say even more than um, paying in the bus is the easiest option. Well, that's another point. If you're coming to England, presume that they will actually reject your newly exchanged currency coins. I think on the buses in Brighton now, if you try to give them money, they'll probably give you a bit of a weird look. But I think it still works. You but can but it might them. not have change. They might not be able to give you any change yeah. back. They might just steal your £10 note and be like, sorry, <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> be aware if you get on the bus, if you want to make up the stairs... Really use the handrails because the bus driver doesn't wait until you're up there. No. So you better be good on your feet. Yeah, yeah. Things like you have to bing the bell. There's a, there's lots of little posts with little buttons you press which tell the driver to stop because it's not like a train where it will stop every every place. Someone who came to visit us said that they got on the bus and they just presumed that the bus would stop at every bus stop mm, on the way. Not happening. If no one dings the bell and no one stood at that bus stop, they will just plow on through to the end which section. makes sense why would you it's like it's not efficient to stop at every stop i guess so, it happens somewhere because they were just presuming that they... no we have the same system in germany okay we have a stop button and also to counter that as well if you're waiting for a bus and it's full the bus driver will just not even look at you i think we have to do this more than one episode i think Maybe. this is our bus episode i think we have even talked about buses once when we compared germany and england but yeah. i think that should be a bus episode and then the other one should be about 
the London Underground and True. and a third one about trains. Yeah. Because I've got a lot of gripes and gr- and groans about the train system, and that would yeah, take yeah, a whole it's, half it's an hour. Yeah, it's too long. So this is our bus bus edition. But buses are great. Tra- yeah, buses Bus- are great. Buses are still quite affordable, and they've and even though they're old, they've updated. They've got like yeah, you can use apps, you can use your phone, you can use your contactless, and also now, which is so cool, they have um, USB charging points. It's not just now. They've okay. been there for a while. <laughs> okay, that's true. But now you can even <gasps> whoa, whoa. like get a table seat in a bus, especially yeah. a double decker. On the top, there'll be a, like inward facing seats to each other with tables with little charging awesome, points. Not always, but yeah, often. So you can bring your lunch. Yeah. You can maybe sneak on a cheeky beverage. Yeah, you can you can, you can take your dog on the bus, which is nice. Take your dog on, take your bike on, take your pram on. Yeah. Can you? What is the rules about bikes? Do you have to pay for them? No, you don't have to pay for them, but there'll be an area where you can store them. And if that's full, you're not getting on. Do you do they have sometimes on the back of the bus outside, like a like a trailer for bikes? No, it's always on the inside. And there's maybe enough room for three bikes. Yeah, yeah, and if that's it. full, you're done. You're not getting on. And if someone with a pram wants to come in, do you have to leave with your bike? Or if you're no, on your own? There's also like a like a, a tabletop area right next to where the driver is where you can fold your buggy and put it in. Or you can take this fold up, there's like a foldable area for like disabled or elderly people. Yeah, yeah, but you if that's full that. with bikes, don't you have to leave then? If a disabled person wants to join the bus, then I think you would kick out the cyclist and that say, should also ride be your bike. <laughs> that should also be separate, but yeah, some buses are really tiny and they might yeah, say yeah. no bikes. Yeah, they might not let them in. Yeah. yeah or say if, if one bike area is full, then the other area has to be still be open. I think you should probably not. Um, not fold up your pram in a bus. Oh, that mm. is that must be annoying. Yeah, true. you don't have that much time, really. You don't. But luckily, in in Britain, we have this rule which came up in our things that are rude in in England. Is that our rule is you have to let everyone off before you get on. I love that, by the way, because in Germany, people would just try to make their way in really fast on the bus. But this, like that, people really. You queue at a bus as well. You line up. Yeah. So if you were at the bus station first, you are the one. Even if even if there's not a queue because the place doesn't really allow it, people know and look around them who was first here. That person we leave on first, and that is second, that is third. People have that in their mind. Yeah. At least when the bus arrives, then you queue up and you do yeah. it exactly like everybody knows. Person one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. Then you leave everyone off. Um, you let everyone like. Um, leave the bus that wants to leave the bus and then you go in i actually adore this i think it's amazing because i nearly preach it all the time being considerate is the number one thing in community i think Absolutely. look around you help others and that means who wants to leave the bus goes off first i think it's great i think it's a good system i think it's nice that people really help each other here and um People would really stand up for elderly or for people with a child or pregnant, yeah, uh, pregnant people. So that is good. Is, are there any do's or other do's and don'ts that you would say? Can you eat on a bus? Yeah, you can. You can eat, but have a bit of courtesy. Can you, you have your fish burger? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, don't take your KFC bucket meal onto the bus or some like some people eat. do probably. Yeah, some people do, and especially the late Fish night ones chips. when everyone's a bit hungover. Fish and chips. Oh, I mean. We we had food on a bus yeah. when we went um, back home in the middle of the night. We took but a then, dirty burger on the bus. Didn't yeah, we? we did once, but we were up, and there was there were like there was like maybe two other people ten rows from us, so yeah, it doesn't matter then. Exactly. 
And they were sleeping. Um, <laughs> do's and don'ts. There's not really any many more. The one thing I just thought about is the lingo, the vernacular you need for riding a bus. Sometimes you will find these older buses where you need to pay with money. Or, you know, you can still contactless, but they might need to give you a ticket for your journey. And the vernacular is, if you're going somewhere just direct and that's it, you want a single because that's it's not an obvious thing to ask for. A single just means you're going in one direction and mm. you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. The return version is called a return. Yeah. So if you want to come back from that place, you'd ask for a return to Brighton. But if we're just going to Brighton, we're staying there, sleeping there, it's a single. Sleeping there, <laughs> yeah. And then the, finally, the only thing I can really recommend is that we'll go into this with our big groans about the train network and about traveling by train. There are some positives, but the bus system... Uh, is it is underused. For example, if you wanted to go from Brighton to, let's say, Manchester, yeah. you can probably do it in two with two buses. You can probably get a bus from Brighton to London that would go directly to London. Yeah, that would take you some time, be a bit slower than the train. Yeah, but sure. that would cost you half the price, maybe even more than half the price. Yeah, and then there are things called mega buses, and there's lots of motorway-based bus networks, which are ridiculously cheap. I but want, it obviously takes you longer. It takes you longer, but you get a guaranteed seat. They're quite comfortable. You might not have anyone sat next to you the whole way. You won't have to ever change. So you don't have to worry about, oh God, I have 10 minutes to get from this train station to this one, which would be the case of a train. And yeah, I once got a train from London to Manchester, which cost me four pounds. Wow! Which that might not be the case today anymore. <laughs> I would, I would be surprised if it's still if it's anything over ten pounds, which you're saving yourself easily. Look it up now. Okay, I'm just going to look on to Megabus. Okay, go on. You find a price. A five hour tra- five hour bus. Yeah. So I Lans- think it's three hours on the train, maybe. To Manchester. To Manchester. Probably a bit less. Maybe oh, two and a half. Yeah. Five-hour uh, bus, yeah. £8.99. Ridiculous. So five-hour bus, do they do? Do they uh, stop at service stations? Yeah, the, I think they make like one, one break, maybe to change the drivers. And, and they have toilets on the You can also go bus. to the toilet on the bus, or you can go to one at the station while it waits for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, probably. but they always like you to go more on the stations, don't they? And it just goes direct. <laughs> okay, London, cool. London, Victoria to Manchester. How good's that? And to Victoria from here, you can actually also take a bus or a train. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. That is so good and it's underused. Yeah, definitely good. A good cheap option to cross the country, really, to go up north. Absolutely. If you have um, questions about buses in the UK, send us a message to podcast at easyenglish.video or... If you have another question. Or go on to easyenglish.fm and send us an audio message, maybe. If you have another question, if you have if you need some unhelpful advice from us um, on everything in your life, um, just send us a message. I've kind of romanticized it in my, to myself that I want to ride a bus now. Let's go later into town with a bus. Thanks Until for listening. Next time. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.